all time in Tennessee. Here we go. The Volview live right now on Carving It Up. Uh, I, I, for some reason, I, I thought we were supposed to have an audio of John Ward, but for some reason it wasn't able to play, I guess. I don't know if you guys heard the great, the late, great John Ward, the former voice of the Volunteers. So uh, I, I see my man Devin's in the comments. He loves it. Uh, yes, quick wardrobe change. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's got, you know, that video gave me enough time to do it. So on the first edition of the Vol Points. So Tennessee's going in this year. A lot of changes from last year in terms of the roster. A lot of big, high Key contributors uh, you know, left in the draft a year ago, most notably Hendon Hooker, who unfortunately ended last season hurt on a torn ACL. And so you consider the fact you've all had all those pieces uh, that you lose Jalen Hyatt, who you know all he did was score five touchdowns against Alabama. I don't think that's ever been done in the history of college football against the Alabama Crimson Tide. Also, you lost, uh, you lost Princeton Fant, your tight end. You lost Cedric Tillman, your number two wide receiver. You lost Byron Young, your best pass rusher. So all that, and you're like, Bryce, are you sure Tennessee is going to be you know, in that mix to potentially be in the college football playoff, dare I say, this year? I'm here to tell you. Just a little secret between the two of us. I think we may have a better chance. Is Joe Milton as efficient at times? And to a certain extent, as consistent as Hendon Hooker is? No. Not from what I've seen, at least. But in terms of upside, Lord have mercy. You're going to see it tomorrow. I'm going to predict the Virginia game in just a moment as I predict uh, the rest of Tennessee's schedule in this first uh, edition of the Vol View. If you put, and I'm not kidding when I say this, Joe Milton, and you put him in a throwing contest with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, I would go to Vegas and bet Joe Milton could throw a football further than both Allen and Mahomes. He has a freaking missile of an arm. You also consider the fact that your two running backs from last year, Jabari Small, Jalen Wright, both are returning this year. Both will be big-time contributors last year. You still have, despite losing Hyatt and Tillman, a, a great receiving core. You have the Thornton kid that transferred from Oregon. You have Ramel Keaton. You have Brew McCoy, who made the big catch last year to put Tennessee in field goal range to beat Alabama. Your backup tight end, who's now going to be your starting tight end, Jacob Warren, is highly productive. And defensively, you turn, return almost everybody, including Aaron Beasley. So, and the defense was a concern for Tennessee. That Frankly, the, the defense is always going to be a concern under Josh Heupel because that is something that he has, uh, you know, throughout his time uh, in Tennessee has, has struggled with his defense because of the fact that, you know, when, when you're a Tennessee Vols team with, with a number of, uh, you know, they go high-flying offense, hurry-up offense, very similar to Chip Kelly. Defense is going to be on the field about 40 minutes out of the game. They're going to give up big plays in that spam. But Tennessee, their brand, they have to win a lot of shootouts. That's their thing. They got to win a lot of shootouts. And so whether or not they're able to do that is going to be a you know going to be a question mark for them. But throughout the time that we've seen Josh Heupel back to his first year last year, Tennessee going uh, eleven and two with an Orange Bowl win against Clemson going into this year. And I did a segment last week on Tennessee, two weeks ago rather on Tennessee about how they were the twelfth ranked team in America despite returning numerous defensive starters despite replacing great offensive players with arguably greater offensive players. Your head coach is back. The continuity's there. And by the way, you happen to play in a pretty weak division, the SEC East, which will be disbanded next year. So you get to take advantage of some of those teams one last time, at least all in a, you know, all in a row. So uh, if, we have the, if we have the background music to go and play this, because I want to get in the predictions uh, for the Tennessee Vols 2022-3 season. 
Let's see if we got it. All right, so Tennessee season. Here's the graphic. They begin tomorrow against the Virginia Cavaliers. Again, a team, Virginia, that struggled last year, only went 3-7. and seven. Tennessee coming in this game, obviously, is the 12th-ranked team in America. This is a game in Nashville. It was just in Nashville a couple weeks ago. Uh, so, you know, great to see Tennessee coming back to play there. It's going to be a de facto home game, essentially. Might as well be an extension of Neyland Stadium at Nissan Stadium. Listen, Tennessee got better offense, better defense, better coach the whole bit. Uh, I, I think this is going to be my, obviously, I, at the end of ball, the ball view, I'll put the final score uh, predictions for every game. In this instance, just because I'm predicting, predicting the schedule, I'll go and put up the final score here. Tennessee's a 27.5-point favorite. I've got them winning this game handily. 52-17. Those of you doing quick math, that is a five-touchdown victory, ladies and gentlemen. Tennessee 52, Virginia 17 to open the 2023 college football season for my balls. We win 27. I'm sorry, we win 52-17. to 17. To the next game, Austin P. Again, <laughs> from a, a matchup standpoint, it's not even close. They'll beat Austin P. That next game, Florida. Let's put that back up. The next game against Florida. Now, I don't know if you saw last night. I don't know if you saw last night. But uh, Florida doesn't look too good. And I must, I gotta, I gotta say, Florida is up there with the Yankees with the Cavaliers, really all Cleveland sports. And increasingly, as I've become a Steelers fan now, the Bengals and the Browns, and even the Ravens, Devin. Come on, there's, one of those, there's some of those teams I just really don't like. And I revel in the fact that the Florida Gators are borderline irrelevant. Firing Dan Mullen just two years ago, one of the better offensive minds in the SEC, and bringing in Billy Napier who led the Gators to a 6-7 and seven record a year ago, and they played Utah last night, the Utah Utes, the defending Pac-12 champions. And a quarterback by the name of Bryson Barnes for Utah, first play of the game, play action, 70-yard bomb for a touchdown. And the Utes cruised to a 24-11 win. The Gators were undisciplined, they looked unathletic, they were poorly coached, and for the first time since 2001, before I was even here, folks, my ball is going to go to Gainesville, and we are going to beat Florida handily and start 3-0. Next game after that, University of Texas, San Antonio. Again, big talent gap. Tennessee will win that one easily. First real test to me comes against South Carolina. Now, South Carolina last year, uh, that was the house of horrors for my balls. And I do mean house of horrors. It was bad. Uh, went to South Carolina, lost her quarterback for the season, and gave up, six, was it 63 points? Fall Nation, 63 points uh, on the road to effectively end our college football playoff hopes. It was a very bad night. My man Grady Edwards, who's a big South Carolina fan, he called me after the game. It was it was just, I love Grady, but man, but that was that was rough. Uh, still haven't quite recovered. Uh, anytime you like drive, if you go to South Carolina drive by, it's just like, ugh. It's like get the, the shivers from that game. Spencer Rattler. Uh, you got Coach Beamer over there, the son of the great Virginia Tech coach, Frank Beamer. This is going to be a dogfight. I think South Carolina is going to be a real player to challenge Tennessee for that second place in the SEC East because I do think Georgia is going to win that division. They're just simply more talented than Tennessee and, frankly, everybody else in the SEC with the possible exception of LSU. But South Carolina's got an excellent quarterback, great weapons, very good defense. I mean, they, they finished their year, folks. South Carolina beat Tennessee, Clemson, and Notre Dame to end their season. The South Carolina Gamecocks. That was how they finished their last three games uh, of the year. So that's... <laughs> that was a... Uh, 
That's a loaded roster by South Carolina standards. I'm sorry, Notre Dame beat South Carolina. I apologize, but they played Notre Dame down the wire. They played Notre Dame down the wire. But they played themselves in the top 25. They come back this year with a lot of momentum. And I think that's going to be a tough one for Tennessee. I don't know what the line on that game is right now. I don't think Tennessee will cover because they'll be favored. But I've got them winning by a walk-off field goal. The next game Tennessee plays. Home against Texas A&M. I believe coming off of a bye. Tennessee against uh, the Texas A&M Aggies is coming off a bye, yes. Uh, again, Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies coming off of a very disappointing season last year where they had college football playoff hopes and had some some bad, bad home losses, some upset losses, some pretty horrible football teams. My bad, actually, the Texas A&M went 5-7. and seven. They were a bad football team last year. They'll come in better, more motivated. They actually beat Tennessee and Nealon a few years ago. We'll take care of business. We'll, our defense will, I think, have a surprisingly good performance. Joe Milton will get the job done, throw a, 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 a dagger touchdown to Ramel Keaton to, 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 to break the game open, and Tennessee beats Texas A&M uh, to move to 6-0. and Then's the, 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 the first big one. I mean big one. Big test. In Tuscaloosa against the Alabama Crimson Tide, where Bama, I've already checked, is a double-digit favorite in that game. This despite the fact that they lost Bryce Young, their Heisman Trophy winner from a couple years back. And in his place is, is it Jaden Milrow? I know Milrow's his last name. Jaden Milrow's his name. Starting for Alabama tomorrow. And assuming, assuming, you know, the, the, the length of the season. If you saw Mr. Milrow against Texas A&M, but again, a bad Texas A&M team hosted Alabama and were a couple yards away from beating him. Let, go back and watch. Literally a couple yards from beating Alabama in that football game with no Bryce Young. And I'm supposed to believe, oh, Bama's going to be coming back. We're downing Bama, and that's when Nick Saban flourishes. Sure it is. The problem is uh, that team in Baton Rouge, LSU, Brian Kelly, thank God we don't have them on their schedule because I think they beat us. I think LSU's better than Tennessee. You don't have to worry about that guy. They have to worry about a number of teams in the SEC West. Tennessee's going to go on the road to Tuscaloosa, just like we just like we did in Neyland Stadium, winning a walk-off field goal against the Alabama Crimson Tide. And there will be smells of cigar smoke in Tuscaloosa. Just not coming from the Alabama faithful. Sorry, Crimson Tide fans, but nah, screw it. I'm not sorry. Moving on to the next matchup. Tennessee on the road to Kentucky. I actually got a bet riding in this one with my grid teammate, Dalton Brown, who bets... That, uh, because we've guessed the line, we've set our own line for this game. Tennessee minus five. And he really likes their young quarterback they have there. And we certainly know that, uh, that Stoops, head coach in Kentucky, has done a fantastic job given the talent that he's had there. Made Will Levis look somewhat competent, in which I think he's going to fold in the NFL. That's neither here nor there. Looks like he's got a good defense, some good weapons. Very talented young quarterback. This game is in Lexington, after all. Last time Tennessee played Kentucky in Lexington, it was a shootout down to the wire that Tennessee won by the skin of their teeth. But I got Joe Milton. I got Keaton. I've got Thornton. I've got some big playmakers. Brew McCoy. Kentucky ain't got that. And, by the way, I have Josh Heifel. With all due respects to respect to uh, to Mark, Stoop, Mark Stoops, he's no Josh Heifel. Tennessee, if you're listening, Dalton, will go on the road to Lexington, beat Kentucky, cover the five-point spread that we've already set for them, and get their record to 8-0. Homecoming game against UConn. UConn historically has some of the worst defenses in college football. They'll beat them handily. At Missouri, I think, is a little bit of a tricky one. Because you're like, oh, Missouri. Think about this. I was in the game. I was actually at the Missouri game last year in Elon Stadium. And Tennessee won 66-24. to They were up 59-24. 
until Josh, and they could have taken a knee, by the way, until Josh Heibel said, you know what, Joe Milton? Go and take a shot down the field, down the left sideline. In which he did, Tennessee scored shortly after to get the score above 60. Kind of rubbing it in a little bit. Can't assume Missouri liked that all that much. So you have that motivation from Missouri. Not to mention the fact Tennessee's got Georgia the week after. Is this a game where they're like, ah, we beat Missouri by, was it, four? You know, not four, I'm sorry, six touchdowns? Ah, we got them. Let's worry about Georgia. It's the best team in the country. Georgia will come into that game 10-0 and undefeated because they look past Missouri. To a certain extent, they could. I'll give Tennessee the win, but close against the Missouri Tigers. Finally, I'm sorry, yeah, finally, these last two games finishing with a two-game homestand. The big one against the best team in America, I believe, the Georgia Bulldogs, who I think have a fantastic chance to complete the three-peats, to win three straight college football national titles. They have a good young quarterback, certainly, certainly more talented than Stetson Bennett. They have become defensive line you in recent years. You look at some of their defensive linemen drafted in the first round, Jordan Davis, uh, uh, most uh, Jalen Carter, by the way, some of their better interior defensive linemen. Georgia's great in the secondary. Uh, uh, they're great in the defensive line, and they've always been a great uh, you know, football program when it comes to linebackers. Their offense is just as good as it's ever been. Brock Bowers is one of the best tight ends in college football. He'll be a top-five pick next year, I believe. He's that talented. Folks, they run into rounds with a tight end. That's how good he is. So... That's going to be a lot for Tennessee. I don't think they're able to overcome it. Tennessee suffers their first loss of the year against the Georgia Bulldogs, I believe. Got to be objective at some point, right? And then they host Vanderbilt, and they beat Vanderbilt handily as they have uh, really throughout the history of Tennessee football. So that's what I got. Tennessee goes 11-1. They do not win the SEC East. Therefore, they do not win the SEC. But they make the college football playoff as the three seed given their impressive resume. And I think they lose to the Michigan Wolverines in the semifinal. That's my prediction for Tennessee's season. I think we improve off last year, win 11 games, get to the playoff, and lose to number two Michigan, who I think is going to face Georgia in the national title game. There you go. So, of all of you, we got a comment here. Yeah, Barry likes it. He's, 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 got, the, he's got the fire emojis. He likes it. So, this could be something we're doing Every Friday at 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific time, right in the middle of our Friday shows and carving it up. Obviously, next week, NFL season starts, so I'll be doing a bunch of you know NFL predictions that week. And so, you know, the Tennessee's segment's going to come before that. But that's what we'll be doing. Moving forward, the Volview signing off. Until next week, again, let's put up the final score. Tennessee will be beat Virginia 52-17. to And so, from the Volview, this is Bryson Carver signing off. Let's get back to more sports after this. Tennessee.